you're listening to In The Know, a collection of career development insights and leadership experiences from INSEAD, the business school for the world. And welcome to another episode of In The Know from INSEAD. My name is Luke Thomas, and today we'll learn more about a story of career change from one of our executive MBA participants and how the relationship with her career coach helped facilitate that change. We'll also discuss some of the thought processes behind making a successful career change. Yeah, going through my current career change, I would say that um, um, it's really important for us to to know what we want. I'd be really, really selective uh, when an opportunity presents itself. Um, I think what I did was that I was really inquisitive about what kind of uh, opportunity this is and whether the role or the company, the culture is the right fit. That was CFO of Jay Larson Singapore and soon to be Divisional Finance Director of Royal Vopak, Samantha Zhu. Also joining us was one of INSEAD's executive career coaches, Kai Siang Fung. Kai provided many career insights, came from his 15 years of career coaching, and also discussed some of the common mistakes people make in their careers. Uh, the most uh, common career mistake that people make is we, uh, they're waiting things to happen. I mean, sure. that, that includes like, you know, sometimes they say, oh, how come no headhunter is um, discovering me? It's like some, some, some people think that they're celebrities or something. So let's get in the know with Samantha and Kaasiang. It's a special occasion because we've got the Gamba elective period going on over the two weeks. So Samantha Zhu, you're here with the, the Gamba program. And um, Kai, uh, you're normally based in Singapore, but you're also visiting the Fontainebleau campus and getting to know a bit about yourselves. Uh, so let's start with Kai. Yes, I'm from INSEAD Asia campus and um, responsible for career development for EMBA Asia and EMFEN. So that's exactly Master of Finance participants. Prior to executive search, I've worked in e-commerce and transportation companies in Singapore, Tokyo and Detroit. As far as the coaching is concerned, I, there was an opportunity to uh, expand my horizon to uh, in career coaching. And um, I decided uh, to try uh, INSEAD. We'll introduce Samantha and then I, I guess we sort of break the ice and, and, and talk about how the both of you met. So Samantha, if, yeah, you could just give us a little bit of background about yourself. Yeah, um, so basically I am currently studying in Gemba uh, Asia, uh, Gemba 19, and currently in today electives, extremely exciting uh, journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, myself, I was uh, born and raised in China. I like to look at myself as a financial professional uh, in maritime and energy and oil sectors. So I have been, um, basically I started my career as, um, well, management training in an international company, which brought me um, around the world. Um, And then from there, basically I set um, foot in Singapore at the moment. And for the past seven years, I have been a regional CFO of uh, J. Larson AS. a Danish company of uh, 138 years old uh, history, and now I am in between jobs. 
um, starting from August, I will be um, a divisional finance uh, director of a Royal Wolpac, um, the biggest uh, independent tank storage terminal in the world. Mm. So for that, I'm very excited. Yeah. And also, uh, Luke, thank you so much for inviting us. No, you're welcome. I mean, I, I found about the the relationship the two of you had, and I thought it was a great story and, you know, a big part of what uh, the program is all about. And, uh, yeah, as I said, let's uh, let's break the ice and sort of t- talk how how the both of you met? How how did you come across each other and and the relationship you've you've built there? I know the story, but the listeners don't, of course. <laughs> well, that's uh, really really interesting, right? Because uh, you know everybody who engage in in the uh, uh, Gemba program, uh, they are somehow seeking for changes. So it's um, the same with me as well. So. Um, Basically, um, um, why I was doing the program was uh, approached by an executive uh, search firm uh, who present me an opportunity um, in this listed company in the energy domain. Um, honestly, I wasn't uh, really seeking a change at the moment, but it's a great opportunity presented. Um, so when I am preparing for a series of interview um, with the firm's senior management, I thought I need to talk to Kai. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Kai at the time just uh, came in uh, to INSEE as our career coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and and um, I, I thought that he would be really adding value to the process. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I, I remember that uh, Samantha during that weekend, Samit uh, was asking me like, oh, oh, can I help her to prepare for, uh, for the mock interview? Um, so I prepared a, a series of uh questions uh, relating to the uh, uh, job profile and the, uh, the company profile that she sent me. And um, I prepared 21 questions. I think it was about there. Oh, and it's I, almost I decided, killing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I decided to grill her. Yeah. So I, I think it, it, there's, there's no point to kind of like uh, do a simple one. So I, sure. I did a little situational one because um, I remember that um, uh, when the senior management um, interview you, um, they usually ask a very, um, very situational question just mm. to find out uh, about the trait, uh, the integrity, and and um, about the personality, uh, whether it's a cultural fit, uh, whether it's a fit to the company. Okay. Yep. And I guess uh, your wealth of uh, experience uh, helped facilitate, you know, putting all those questions together and your experience of what the uh, the industry would expect from Samantha. And I guess that's uh, why you've been successful, uh, or part of the reason, should I say. <laughs> I, I Not the only it's... reason, of course, <laughs> but uh, part of the reason. So, no, it's really good. And and was was it the was there more to it? Was there the interview, the mock-up interviews? Uh, I guess you, you've maintained contact while here and and continued the relationship since. Yeah, yes, yes, of course. I mean, um, we're we're actually um uh, good friends now, and then um then we hang out together, sure. and obviously, like uh, uh sometimes uh. Uh, there's some career advice that she needs, uh, or, or if she needs my opinion and stuff, I would uh, give it. And and of course, uh, the, during that time, she also um, uh, I introduced her to uh, the other team member. Um, uh, Sometimes when she needs an interview room, they would have provided as well. Mm. And um, uh, I think she's she's pretty much like very active sure. um, and and proponent of INSEAD, which I'm, I'm very thankful about. Mm. And, and she's actually wrote an email um, thanking us mm. um, as a team. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and 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 thank you for that, Samantha. And, and she's been a she's been a, a, a jam, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's um, how to say it's uh, this whole ecosystem that INSEA provides through the Career Development Center, mm. which I truly see the value in it. Um, Kai talked a little bit about how he helped me to provide a mock interview. The fact is that I find it really valuable because for most of us who are professionals, uh, who's busy with daily life, of course, um, we we sort of uh, we're no longer. Oh, we don't attend uh, interviews and uh, we don't practice that. Yeah, and we we don't even know how to showcase our skills and uh, and um, talents, mm-hmm. etc. Um, but that should not be the barriers for us to seek a, um, a proper, um, proper employers yep. down the road. Um, so that, um, I would say that um, it takes a little bit of a practice. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. No, and and you're exactly right. Uh, getting that opportunity to to have someone there to help support and and get practice with interviews and stuff. Yeah, I completely agree. It's not a a thing that we get to practice until we're in 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 an interview itself, and that's obviously not the best time to practice. So, moving on, uh, we can talk about uh, a bit more about the program and the the career development center uh, a bit later. But uh, yeah, getting to know again a bit, bit more about yourself. So, have you got any highlights in your own careers that you, you can sort of talk about and discuss so we can uh, inform the listeners a bit more about yourselves let's start with guy mm. I, su- I suppose um, I spent 15 years in executive search and uh, actually um, we we, uh, we have something in common we were actually management trainee mm. of a prestigious program for MERS uh, private limited right Samantha? Yeah, Maersk was the, uh, at the time the biggest shipping and energy uh, conglomerate. So yeah. uh, they have something called Maersk International Shipping sure. Education. Yeah. Uh, so I just found out when Kai first joined that uh, he's actually uh, he was actually one year senior than me in that right. specific you program. You both went through the same thing. Yes, yeah. oh, right. that's so bizarre. <laughs> so bizarre. It's, it's kind of weird how, how the world works, right? Yeah, exactly. And then that's the first time when she uh, met me for, uh, during the career coaching. She said, you're from MERS. <laughs> I was like, yes, I'm from MISI training as well. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. And, and of course, like I, I did uh, e-commerce and um, you know, uh, and uh, transportation and logistic companies as well. So that that helps to provide that the, the sector experience and and how does corporate works. Um, and, and with um, the uh, uh, training in in coaching, that helps to uh, to um, marry all these uh, things together to provide a uh, a more s- a substantial, probably useful advice uh, sure. to uh, uh, professionals. Sure. Yep. And any career highlights for yourself, Samantha, that you can inform us of? I mean, you've got many in your <laughs> looking through your yes, LinkedIn yes, profile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I will not say really any um, career highlights. Uh, it's uh, really like a building block so yeah, leading to where I am right now. Mm. Um, I could only say that I was, um, I was really, I feel really lucky that I was able to engage in an international career per se, uh, which brought me around the world, um, putting my foot in you know, of course, my own country, different cities in China, sure. Denmark, uh, and then later on, I had a chance to stay in Taiwan for a while before yeah. Dubai, yeah. and um, now in Singapore, which is fantastic. What I would like to mention, I think, at a time, was probably considered a little bit of uh, 
um, small challenge uh, for the young self. Mm. Um, at the time that when I was um, late twenties, I was um, hired to start a joint venture for uh, Norwegian and Saudi Arabian ship owners um, to jointly develop their uh, petrochemical uh, logistics system. Mm. Um, so for that, uh, I, you know, it's completely new, uh, right? Uh, it's a lot of challenges, but at the end of the day, I was managed to uh, put a five-people team together and scale it up to uh, at the end of uh, two years, uh, twenty-five people um, office wow. responsible for annual turnover of a uh, two hundred million US dollar. Mm. Um, yeah, but that was also at a time that I felt that there was not a lot of more value I could add, and sure. then I continued on with in. my yeah, okay. uh, career yeah, afterwards. Okay, uh, so discussing more about uh, the program and in particular the Gamba program because uh, that's why you're both here. And, and I'd like to sort of touch upon the the Career Development Centre. Um, Kai, you're obviously part of that. And it's a big part of uh, not just the Gamba program but the MBA program as well. And, yeah, just just introduce the, the Career Development Centre and, and uh, what that means to, to participants and, and obviously the whole institution. Okay, I don't want to sound like a TV commercial, but <laughs> so INSEAD Career Development Center provides in-house career coaching session and access to structured career-related programs and workshop mm-hmm. to uh, the EMBA executive and, uh, and executive master of finance participants. So obviously, it's, um, it's more customized and tailored to uh, specific executive needs. And um, because different levels require uh, require d- different touch point and at different level of their life, so there's no size fit all. Mm. Um, so, on top of that, we're going to structure career related programs, workshop, and event, uh, and we have personal branding and networking, um, interviews, hiring negotiation, and um, exactly such events uh, to provide a platform and tools uh, for them to sharpen their skills. So we also maintain online res- uh, resources, CV uh, writing and, and LinkedIn and uh, many other more to our participants. Mm-hmm. So th- that's in a nutshell. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, I've, I've had the privilege of putting, well, the MBA Careers Development Centre stats video together and mm-hmm. the amount of events the Careers Centre do and uh, and the interactions you have, uh, have with each participant uh, or it's available to each participant. It's phenomenal, the, the amount of work that the team does. So... Um, I think I want I want to uh, use this to uh, to to differentiate uh, the, the service. Sure. So I think um, the service that we provide to EMBA mm. is more like a white glove service, mm. while the uh, the MBA they have a lot of events. Sure. But they don't have that personalized uh, service. That one to one interaction, that's right, that's which right. I, I guess is uh, is more expectant it, and and required from executives uh, like yeah. Samantha. It's more important, I suppose. Like we're we're the, the concierge, for example. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I guess because because uh, uh, the people that come through the Gamba program, they're they as we know it's a modular program. They're already in a career, um, so they're they're already established in a particular industry. Um, they they sort of know the direction they're heading in their career. So yeah, it's it's less about informing about what careers and opportunities are out there, but more about how you can grow and develop as a person. And uh, Samantha, obviously, you've had a, a lot of involvement with the Career Center and Kai um, and Kai himself, but. Uh, I guess that's a, a part of the reason you came to the Gamba program or was was the Careers Development Centre a key 
point that you thought I, I need to access that or was it something else? Well, um, there were a lot of thoughts put into before you engage in Gemba program. Sure. Um, um, even though uh, Career Development uh, Center was uh, the resource I came to uh, only know after I have engaged in the Gemba program, sure, okay. uh, I find it is um, actually very com comprehensive and uh, it really helps um, whoever is engaged in a career changing uh, process. Sure. Uh, I personally found, you know, um, engaged in a lot of tools. Uh, mm -hmm. That's the the best of the category. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, for example, I personally used uh, BMOC mm -hmm. uh, that INSEAD provided to, to uh, refine the CVs and also use uh, UKI for mock interviews. And also, mm -hmm. um, and most importantly, I found that it's a very um, warm and friendly ecosystem, sure. not only from um, the staff from a career development center, but everybody uh, in the school sure. uh, to, to help you through the process, sure. um, whoever learns that you are going through a change. Yep. Yeah, so that's uh, really helpful, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Getting to know more about the program and your interaction with the program, um, you, you've mentioned you've successfully managed uh, a career <laughs> change, uh, and congratulations for that. Thank you. Um, can you explain the, the sort of the process you went through to make that change possible? It made you think, you know, I want to make this change, um, and sort of what was happening in, in your life at the time? You thought, you know, this is this is the moment to make that change. Well, um, hmm. so basically, I have um, I have had a, a fairly fast track uh, career sure. um, in my earlier years, and so um, when my career in the current in my previous current position reached like four years, mm. I know it's definitely time for a change. Sure. But unfortunately, there was not a lot of uh, opportunity at the time, and also I was going through a uh, family planning uh, process that I sure. uh, got pregnant. Mm. Um, so I sort of uh, decided to to delay it a little bit. But most importantly, I, I'm very adamant that um, each career change, it has to really make a meaningful incremental impact mm -hmm. uh, on my career development sure. and add to my experience. Um, so I decided to be selective and, and patient. Um, but... While I was waiting, I also encountered a few opportunities uh, maybe worth uh, pursuing, but probably because I wasn't ready at the time, I wasn't really preparing for it at the time, mm. so uh, it did not really materialize. Sure. Um, so when when my learning curve is really flattened out, uh, I decided to pursue Gemba. And lucky enough, my employer was very supportive. Sure. Um, so that's why I, I'm here. <laughs> um, yeah, going through my current career change, I would say that um, um, it's really important for us to to know what we want. Sure, I'd be really, really selective um, when an opportunity presents itself. Um, I think what I did was I was really inquisitive about what kind of uh, opportunity this is and whether the role or the company, the culture is a right fit. Mm -hmm. I find it that it's um, really important. And from there onwards, once established, just the 
uh, opportunity worth pursuing. Um, I, I have been really uh, devoted in, in each every step along the process, um, fully prepared for, for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was very glad that I uh, approached the whole opportunity in a very structured manner. Sure. Utilizing the INSEA um, resources. Mm-hmm. And also personally, I was very diligent in maintaining uh, interview note. It depends on who I was uh, to speak to. Sure. Um, yeah. And uh, again, uh, it's I can mention it again and again that uh, all the support I received from the INSEA staff and most important importantly, uh, my um, friends uh, mm-hmm. from Gemba Asia, mm-hmm. that was really, really um, um, great support for me. Yeah, sure. And, and you mentioned, I mean, you, you said mentioned change a few times. Uh, you know, it's it's important to know what you want and the, and the direction you want to go. And I, it's a difficult choice, I guess. There's so many options out there. And Akai, coming back to you and, and, and your role, I mean, if I was to to have a, a career coach um, myself, I guess one of the first questions I would have is is how can you help me? Putting that question to you, generally, if someone came to you with that question, how how would you respond? So I think for me, it's important uh, uh, to get to know uh, the the person that I'm coaching sure. uh, to build trust and rapport. I think once uh, that that uh, that's gained, mm-hmm. and and from there you can uh, find out and ask questions to get the underlying issues and what they're looking for. Um, So I think, for example, with with Samantha, the first time we met, I think she did tell me that um, she was uh, looking for a change. And and once you're ready for a change, that inbuilt inside you Mm -hmm. and you resonate change and you, uh, your outlook, uh, you, you, kind of like subconsciously looking for one sure and then um that's open up like uh opportunities as well yeah. or maybe like uh, opportunities will come looking for you um so but my job is to empower people to find answers and discover themselves mm-hmm. i can guide them uh, to remove any blind spot and doubt they may be facing sure. but of course um i can support and encourage them uh, to the uh, path of the career transformation um and and i think um other than that it, it's really like um i can only help if the person is willing to help themselves sure okay <laughs> yeah so it's a, a bit, bit of a partnership i guess that's uh, right rather than a one one way street that's so. right that's correct yeah fantastic okay and um uh i suppose have you got any cases? Oh, I mean, obviously, we're hearing about Samantha and, and your experience with Samantha, but uh, some examples of, of you know what you typically uh, deal with or how you typically deal with participants that come through and you, what you support them with and you know how you advise them. Yeah, sure. I mean, I can share a couple um, a common theme. Sure. Uh, pretty much, like yeah. um, between uh, uh, successful cases, um, there's about twenty plus. Um, uh, in Gemba actually Gemba Asia I think is, is pretty lucky for me that I uh, have such a uh, um, you know working with, with these wonderful people sure so um, it, for example like um, uh, all these successful cases wouldn't have happened um, if the participant were not willing already to change sure so you know as the old saying goes it takes two hands to clap sure 
And secondly, um, active listening and providing constant feedback. Um, so the person must be willing uh, to receive uh, feedback. So when um, I give advice to one of the uh, other participants, they're willing to listen and take the advice and sure. and do their own homework. Sure. And the other one is um, uh, being uh, able to act and accountable and 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 uh, take ownership and stick with the plan. If they uh, have a structured uh, career plan in terms of like how they will um, um, prepare themselves to find uh, an exit strategy, mm. um, I do advise people not to change their career at the beginning of the program. Sure. And and, and of course, like um, the uh, participant is they themselves have to do their own research. Uh, whether about the company and uh, to uh, to do their own outreach and obviously like Samantha said uh, she utilized the um, uh, INSEAD um, uh, resources uh, and support that we have uh, to increase the, the chances of success. Sure. Yeah. And I mean you talk about change and, and it's not necessarily change to a different company. Um, changes can come in many ways in careers and um, looking through uh, and and the interaction I have with the programs, uh, change can come in the forms of of moving locations or com- uh, or, or countries uh, within the company you already work, but also moving functions. Um, so whether you're working in finance or moving to accounting, or sorry, finance and accounting very similar, <laughs> but uh, moving from finance to marketing, or, or you know, marketing to to HR or something like that. That that's a possibility as well, I guess. And I, I guess you you're informing a lot of people about all the different changes and the opportunities that, that they might help help grow their career. So a really valid service that you, you offer and something that I hope uh, really uh, resonates with the, the listeners. Yeah. So I, I guess it's like um, location change mm. uh, is a tricky one mm. uh, because it dependent on a visa situation. Yeah. But, but it's not um, um, impossible. Sure. For example, like um, I, I work with one of the participants, which is uh, happened to be uh, Samantha's classmate sure. that managed to change uh, location from uh, Shanghai to Singapore. Okay. Um, I think it's because like, um, you know, I, 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 sh- I showed a couple of uh, jobs mm. uh, um, uh, to him and then he applied and then and just w- one thing after another because he prepare himself and then when um, he get to know more people they get more interviews and then voila I mean you know things just happen when you, when you sure. do something yeah, yeah. Um, and the uh, function change can be a bit tricky because sometimes uh, in f- uh, for example like um, moving to finance to marketing mm. um, it depends um, you may have to start a lower uh, sure. lower uh, position, yep. but obviously I, I would lay this one out yep. um, uh, uh, for, for, for the participants. Mm. Uh, changing industry also depends, but um, uh, I think it, it depends on whether the, the person had the technical knowledge. Some sure. some transferable skill can happen. Of course. But obviously it's, everything is situational. Yes, yeah. and each uh, individual is unique, I guess. So, uh, yeah. Okay, great. We talked and touched upon earlier the Gamba program. It's a, it's a modular program. So the electives are running for two weeks in Fontainebleau. So uh, the listeners out there that aren't aware, the the elective period, uh, the Gamba program, MFIN, even the Tiamba program all come together. So it's a, a number of uh, 
participants from different programs. I think I heard it was over 400 participants uh, are here these fortnights. And, and that's common theme for the Gamba program, that the, you come on for campus for two weeks and, and then you go back to working in, uh, in your regular role, I guess, your regular uh, career. Can you, Samantha, detail, you know, one positive about the, the program you've experienced so far, obviously not finished yet, um, and maybe one challenging factor you've found? Well, everything is positive. <laughs> me. So, That's a good thing. Yeah. Unless you have days. Sure. Um, well, but, um, uh, yeah, um, if we, we have to point to the challenges, um, uh, I think that was properly sort of uh, considered uh, through the application process as well when I was uh, interviewed by the alums. Mm. Um, the question was asked, Are you, have, have you really made up your mind to be fully engaged uh, in the Gamba program? Because as we all know, it's um, fairly demanding um, uh, on the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I sort of uh, decided to be uh, fully committed to both academically and socially. Mm. So I know I need a lot of support from my family and my work. Mm. Uh, I was very lucky. Uh, my husband uh, supported me 100%. So was my uh, employer. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, but still, even though you thought you were fully prepared, still you would think um, you experienced the times that you, you just don't don't have the time you would probably feel frustrated Mm. um that would sort of uh, be the moment that you should go back uh to really remember to reconfirm your commitment Mm -hmm. uh at the very beginning uh of the program and to really sort of uh, visualize the objective uh to make make you really courageous to to go through the uh, whole process um yeah, so I think I have encountered a couple of times uh, and um, it, it really helped to mm. reconfirm your objectives. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And if you could offer one piece of advice for people considering the, the Gemba program, um, what what would you sort of reach out and say to them? Well, I think um, I find Gemba program is very unique in the sense that um, um, it has this uh, leadership development uh, program mm-hmm. um, that what we call LDP journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's a journey that you enlist your um, coaches and also your classmates uh, to uh, do um, uh, soul searching for you and also looking to the areas uh, as a leader that you can develop. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally had a great game uh, in this uh, process. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you can really talk to my LDP members. They, they, will, they will vouch for that. Uh, my advice is that if you join Gemba, you join LDP, please make sure uh, you're fully engaged uh, from the onset. Yep. Um, because there is no uh, safer place uh, to... Uh, to share um, uh, your your weakness uh, area for improvement sure. and really get to improve your leadership skills. And when you say fully engaged, uh, are you talking um, just merely about uh, time commitment or your focus uh, or uh, I guess you're sort of touching upon uh, you're exposing some of your vulnerabilities and your f- <laughs> thoughts and feelings as well? Yeah, uh, you're absolutely uh, right because it's a, you encounter a lot of resistance because mm-hmm. not all of us 
are comfortable of uh, you know open up from the onset especially sure. at the beginning you are literally facing strangers yeah so many times it's all about who's the first one to break open yeah and from there on everybody would open up uh, slowly yeah. and become a very close group mm. um so yeah um it is all about uh how you can trust the environment sure. provided by your classmates and by INSEAD mm-hmm. um, and just utilize it as a good mm-hmm. opportunity. Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard uh, many stories and, and, and insights about the LDP and the PLDP, which is the same program for the MBA pro- um, program. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a common theme that people say, you know, it's a safe space. It's, a, it's an opportunity for people to really understand more about themselves and and i remember one participant saying it's a rare opportunity they get to to have the help of a professional to to advance your skills and and learn more about yourself so yeah no it's a it's a nice program that you you bring up there and 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 discuss okay so moving on to the final quick fire questions so the first question I'll ask today is, what is the most common career mistake you see people make? Uh, the most common career mistake that people make is we, uh, they're waiting things to happen. I sure. mean, that, that includes like, you know, sometimes they say, oh, how come no headhunter is um, discovering me? It's like some 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 people think that they're celebrities or something. Sure. But, but I people think, will come and get them. That's right. Yeah, right. So... I, I think that that's the most common mistake because um, opportunities you uh, you will get missed opportunities. Sure. Uh, and um, the obviously uh, you you you're missing a lot of like um, uh, network and, and people out there. So it's important for you to uh, reach out or even like um, tell people that you want to change. The more people you uh, you want to that you want to change, or the more people that you network with, and who knows that you know people think about you uh, when there's a project arise. Yeah, I think I very much agree with that. Right? What I see very frequently is also that uh, people are not exactly happy about their career situation. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, as Kai said, actively seeking changes. Um, they they just start to rationalize and the uh, rationalize the situation, mm. uh, which actually really drain their positive energies. Mm. And you see them become grumpy, doesn't want to go to work. Sure. Um, this is actually a situation they can really change. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's a, a nightmare. I, I've been lucky enough myself to to have a career coach as well in a previous company in the UK, and and it's a common thing he also said that was, uh, you know, no one will do it for you. You have to be proactive and, and you know, uh, put yourself out there and, and put your own career in your own hands. Um, so, yeah, no really good message there. And let's move on to the final question. If you could ask for our listeners to take sort of one action uh, in their careers today, what would that one action be? Let's uh, start with Samantha this time. Hmm. Um, I think at different stage of your career, would would uh, encounters um certain things that would hold us back from making a incremental career change mm-hmm. um for me i think it's really important that uh, we can we, we should be able to quickly uh, identify the, the specific uh, item uh, the area for improvement sure. and uh, actively working on it um, uh, from my personal experience, that intentionally 
working on your area for improvement and practice it would really uh, really did help me. Uh, of course, the journey can be really painful, mm. but the outcome has also been very rewarding and liberating. Sure, yeah. of course. Hey, Kai, let's finish with you with uh, one takeaway or one suggestion uh, that our listeners can take in their careers. Well, I think it's uh, becoming a, a serial networker, seriously. I mean, uh, because if you network, that would help to uh, build and maintain contact. Uh, with good and strong contact, um, uh, one can be successful in, in one's career. Um, there is, I know that not everybody is comfortable with, with networking. Mm-hmm. Um then um, I think you you have to become uh, try to uh, convert yourself from becoming an in, uh, introvert to um, more uh, extrovert. Sure. Um, it it will um, they can do join a club or they they can um, you know become more active at work. Um, just spend like one day um, of the week uh, with your coworkers, um, have a beer or, or have lunch, find out more about each other, uh, get to know uh, about each other and attending events mm. and, and ma- maintaining that context. Uh, I think um, make people remember mm. you and make, make you more visible. Sure. Yep. No, it's a common theme that's that's brought up in uh, other previous uh, podcast episodes that, you know, those people out there and uh, and part of the program, it's all about the alumni network and uh, the diverse people that come through the program. I mean, it's getting that experience and, and learning and understanding mm. other people's skills and expertise. Yeah. And you can really learn a lot from that and yeah. you know, no really last point there. And getting out of the, your comfort zone. Sure. Getting out of your comfort zone is very important. Mm. Yeah. Great. Well, Thank you very much for your time. Uh, both of you have a safe journey back to uh, Singapore. And, uh, yeah, all the best in your future careers. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Luke, for arranging all this. And, no and, and, and thanks, Samantha, for taking the time to do this with me. Thank you. And just a quick update. In the Know is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and its regular location on our content hub www.inthenow.insead.edu forward slash podcast. As ever, if you want to know more about INSEAD's programs, you can always visit the INSEAD website.